Welcome to the La Ivana podcast. I am Ivana, your host, life coach, and motivational blogger. I'm here to help you create your own version of a dream life. Each week, you'll hear mindset shifts and action steps that you can implement into your daily life to start living a life you're excited about. Are you ready to go all in on your dreams? Then, let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome to the La Ivana podcast. My name is Ivana and in today's episode we have a special guest. We have Marisa Vojidzi joining us. Marisa is a travel blogger currently based in Aberdeen, Scotland. Her content is all about solo and budget travel as well as traveling by public transport. And in today's episode, Marisa shares with us her first solo trip to San Francisco and how she realized that she actually preferred to travel alone, even though at the beginning she felt very nervous about it. She also shares ways in which her confidence has grown while traveling on her own. She also talks about the negative experience she had in Brooklyn while traveling alone and the reality of traveling alone versus the social media's highlight reel that we often see. And in today's episode, you will also learn some ways to travel on a budget. You'll get the opportunity to hear about her experience couch surfing, and you will learn some tips to stay safe as a solo female traveler. So if you're interested to hear more about solo female travel and budget traveling, then I'm sure you're going to love this episode. And now let's just dive right in. Hi, Marisa. Welcome to the Laivana podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thank you so much for having me. So to start, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, like I said, my name is Marisa. I'm currently 23. I'm half Scottish, half Greek. Um, and I just graduated last year with a first honours degree in international tourism management at RGU in Aberdeen, Scotland. Um, and now my main job is I'm a travel blogger and I also teach English online currently still living in Aberdeen uh, for now until hopefully the pandemic um, sorts itself out. So I know you like traveling alone so tell us about your first solo trip how did you make a decision to travel alone and were there some fears and worries that you had to overcome in the beginning? My first solo trip was in San Francisco so I did my internship in California because I don't count moving to California as a solo trip. So I went there, I was staying in Napa Valley, which was only about a two-hour drive on the bus from San Francisco. And I really wanted to visit the city, uh, but I didn't have anyone to go with. Um, so I decided to go on my own. I booked a hostel and the bus and everything. And I remember the morning I woke up to go and take the bus. Um, I was so nervous and I almost didn't take it because... I had never stayed in a hostel on my own and I'd never really gone, I'd never had like an overnight stay on my own somewhere. So I was very nervous, um, but I just did it anyway. And uh, then I had a really nice time and I ended up meeting people and even, you know, like eating out in a restaurant alone, which I never imagined before. I just realized that it's nothing scary. And I didn't know why I was nervous before because no one really cared that I was eating alone (laughs) and no one ever like noticed because I always imagined that people would be staring at me on the street because I'm alone but no one actually cares so yeah I had a really good time I even and I met someone there actually that we started hanging out 
more like in the next coming months. Um, and after that, I just started traveling more on my own and realized that I actually prefer it that way. So I'm interested to hear how do people mostly react that you tell them that you're traveling alone? Have you noticed a difference between how people react back in your home country versus uh, abroad when you tell them that you are traveling alone? Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said earlier, so I'm half Scottish, half Greek. So my mom's family is in Scotland so here when I tell people most of them are quite open-minded and they just don't really um they just think oh that's really cool you know that's really nice um, and everything but um when I went back to Greece to see my dad's side of the family and like friends from high school and things and they had seen on my Instagram that I was traveling alone they did react very differently they couldn't understand why <laughs> and they started saying oh but what do your parents think or why would you do this to your parents <laughs> and I'm like but what am I doing to my parents I'm just traveling alone I'm taking care and it's actually really nice so I noticed that in other countries as well um, when I told people they were like oh but what do you what does your boyfriend say I'm like oh I don't have a boyfriend and they're like but <laughs> they just couldn't understand why a woman would travel on her own but I tried to explain it to them I don't know if they understood still after explaining but um yeah definitely saw a big difference between for example Scotland and some other countries and I'd, I'd also like to talk about how personal growth and the travel are connected so in what ways did solo travel have an impact on your confidence oh, this topic is so important to me because I actually did a whole documentary for my dissertation about this and so definitely boosted my confidence so much and um, especially with meeting people I used to be really shy especially when I was like in school and everything um, and the first like year or so of university and and then when I started traveling alone it just got a lot easier to start meeting people and being in a room with like all these strangers and um, having the confidence to just go up to someone introduce myself and to just start a conversation and it also just gave me the confidence to like believe in myself it sounds quite cheesy but because I just feel like oh I can do everything on my own now I don't rely on someone I don't need anyone to be there um, with me and if something does go wrong when I'm abroad alone I'm the one that has to deal with it alone so that gives me the confidence um, even here in my hometown or to realize oh I can deal with things here as well now like in my day-to-day life because I can deal with them abroad so why not here so definitely it's had a really positive impact on my confidence it's true what you said it really teaches you how to rely on yourself more Mm -hmm. yes and nowadays on social media we often see the highlight reel of traveling you know beautiful destinations tourist spots and all of that so I'm interested to hear from you if you have ever experienced something on your solo traveling that you initially perceived was negative but that turned out to be a learning experience so would you like to share with us what happened so generally I've had mostly positive experiences but there was one time I had a negative experience in in New York City it was partly my fault (laughs) because there was uh I was in Brooklyn and there was a guy who was mistreating his girlfriend in front of everyone he was being physical um hurting her and I, I stepped in because um it was just natural for me to not just look to actually do something and um, so he ended up punching me twice 
Um, so I ended up passing out from the because it punched me really hard. So the um, ambulance came and everything to for me and also his um, hopefully ex girlfriend. Um, so that was quite scary for me because I was in the hospital in New York on my own and I didn't have any friends or family there. I was just visiting and of course I was also thinking about the medical bill just because you know how the US is very expensive with healthcare and I was kind of worried about that because I knew that my travel insurance would probably cover it but I just wasn't sure at the time so I was just very stressed and but in the end, um, I went to talk um, to the police. Well, they came to talk to me um, to just get a statement. And they were really nice. And they made me feel very like, comfortable. And um, they said that I did the right thing, but just not to do it again, because I put myself in danger. But I ended up sharing this on social media. And then because I wanted to show um, the reality that it's not always perfect. And then another thing that I feel like social media doesn't really show sometimes with travel is the whole like the money part of it um sorry the church bells you might be able to hear them um outside my house and so yeah on social media the money part like when I was younger I could I always thought that all of these um, Instagrammers had a lot of money because they were staying in these hotels they were traveling all the time and I thought I I always made I always felt bad because I thought I would never be able to do that Um, but then when I started traveling I realized that I don't need a lot of money and all these things I'm doing um, I'm doing on a very tight budget because a lot of people tell me now oh you're so lucky you get to travel I wish I had the money too I'm like no trust me I don't I uh, you know my first trip I did it because I was I was working at Burger King part-time as a student and now um, I still don't I'm not rich, but um, it's still possible to. So I like to show that on social media. I try to say, okay, it's not luxury. Sometimes to save, you know, $50 instead of taking a flight from San Francisco to Los Angeles, I took a bus, which was 12 hours in the nighttime um, for just $2 um, just to save money. And it was very uncomfortable, but for me it was worth it. And it made more trips possible that way so yeah I think it's important sometimes to show the reality of travel same with like I don't stay in luxury uh, hotels I stay in hostels or a couch surf and which are not the most comfortable options but um, they work for me and they're very cheap that's something that I do want to share more on social media the reality of travel there are definitely ways to stay on travel so you mentioned now couch surfing how was that experience for you Actually, really good. I couchsurfed maybe now uh, more than 10 times at least, but I, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, but every experience was really good. So my first time was in San Diego um, and it was with a guy and I was a bit nervous at first, but I made sure, I always make sure to read the reviews and everything from other travelers, especially making sure that um, female travelers have stayed with them, if it's like a male um, host um, but it was really good and I had a really nice time and he was um, you know he made me feel comfortable and like welcome and then my other experiences also after that were really good I've ne- I never felt unsafe or uncomfortable you know obviously always trust your instinct I would say always have a plan B just in case like maybe have a hostel in mind in the area just in case you arrive at the house and you don't feel comfortable perhaps just leave just say oh you know what I 
this doesn't feel right, I'm just going to go and stay in a hostel. But I, until now, luckily, I've had uh, really good experiences uh, in Seattle. I uh, got to stay on a boat with my host. It was a big yacht um, with a golden retriever, which was very nice. Um, so that was a really unique experience, uh, which normally I wouldn't be able to like afford to stay on a yacht for three days in Seattle but because it was couch surfing and it was possible and it was just such a nice experience because we went out with the boat and he taught me how to steer it or sail it I'm not sure the correct word for a boat but and so yeah they're really good experiences and it's definitely it adds to your experience while traveling more than if you would stay at a hotel for example yes yeah just meeting the locals and getting to see also how they live and because even with like hostels they're nice also but then because they're also cheaper and things but couch surfing is uh yeah you get to see the actual home of the local person like not an Airbnb that's all like made up perfectly it's just like someone's home and you know most of the times we've cooked together so I've also learned about like the local food and stuff and just the way they live and uh, most of the times the hosts have taken me out to like um, walk together or something to show me places if they have time like if they are not working and that's just been nice too be able to hang out with a local. And uh, you mentioned uh, things like reading the reviews and having a backup plan prepared. So what are some other ways that you make sure to stay safe while traveling alone? So always, always have a portable charger. Like mm-hmm. That's such an important thing for me because um, my phone has everything that I kind of need, I guess, like maps and like the internet in general, <laughs> all contacts and to be able to phone somebody, either a family member or friend or the police if I had to and just it just makes me feel a lot more safe knowing that I have my phone and it has been times the first few solo trips I did I made the mistake of thinking oh I don't need a portable charger I won't be using my phone but just using the maps drained the battery so fast Um, and then I was stuck in a big city or in the middle of nowhere not knowing how to get to places and because that could lead lead then to something else that happened and because I didn't have maps I started looking at like the maps on the in the city and then it made me look lost so then someone approached me and they're like oh are you alone are you like lost and I could I was getting a very bad feeling from them so I just had to lie and say no I'm waiting for someone and things so yeah just not looking lost is very important. That's like my other thing is to stay safe, try to look confident, even if you have no idea what, what you're doing or where you're going. Just make sure that at least you look a little bit more confident, even if you're not, because um, that will make people realize that you're lost if you show it. And then another thing to stay safe is not drinking alcohol. At least for me, my personal rule is to not um, drink when I'm alone I love going out with my friends here or when I am abroad with people that I trust I will go to the bar and drink but if I'm alone I want to be a hundred percent focused and aware of my surroundings I still go to bars uh, especially with places like with live music I like to go to those places but I don't drink generally I'll have a soft drink um, or unless I've met like a group of people that I really trust like from a hostel like other travelers or people that I just 
have a good feeling, I trust my instinct, then maybe I will have a few drinks. But again, I would never get drunk in a, um, like abroad when I'm alone. Those are great tips. So oftentimes when we're traveling, we have many things that we want to do and places we want to visit. So how do you make sure that you do all of that while still enjoying your trip? So do you mostly plan your days in advance or do you prefer making decisions at the moment? And what does that normally look like for you when you're planning or being more spontaneous? What I do usually, so before the trip, I do a lot of research and I make a to-do list, not to-do list, but like a little checklist anyway, of things that I would really want to do. So the main things that um, I have to do, like an attraction, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to find time for that. So I make a list for that. And then I also add some food places too. Um, and then I also do another list of just potential things to do if I have the time, but it's not the end of the world if I don't um, get to do these things. Um, and then when I arrive, I don't, I'm not super strict with my plans. I'm not, uh, I love to plan, but I'm not, I'm okay with changing plans and being more spontaneous. Because um, there have been times that, I have like this huge plan of things, but then when I arrive, I end up meeting some other travelers and they're like, hey, we've rented a car. We're going to go and see this waterfall instead. And I'm like, oh, cool. You know, and they like join them. So things change a lot. And then I end up going for dinner with them. And then it's just the whole trip is very different. Um, but that's okay because I'm still having a great time. I'm still getting to see the place. So it's a bit of planning and also being spontaneous and just depending on and if I meet people or if I just decide something different when I'm at the destination. And uh, you mentioned meeting new people. So what are your favorite ways to meet new people while traveling alone? The main things for me when traveling alone is meeting people. That's why one of my favorite parts of it, of traveling solo, because it's a lot easier. Because when you're with a friend or a family member, you kind of focus on them. You're like as a group together but when you're alone you can be spontaneous like I said because you don't have someone else to think about and so and it just happens well in hostels I think hostels are a great place to meet people because that's it's very common to just go up to someone in the common area like in the little kitchen or living room uh, and just introduce yourself and and they often have hostels have like walking tours of pub crawls and things so then you meet people like that as well or if you're sharing the room with someone so I think hostels are very easy and fun way to meet people and or of course couch surfing and it just depends like even place when I'm at a bus stop waiting for the bus I just start a conversation with someone um and there have been times that I started a conversation with this girl and she um, was going to the same destination on the bus with me so we ended up sitting together and then chatting and then we decided to spend the whole day together since we were going to the same destination and we just became friends uh, and then we met up again a few weeks later in a different um, place so it's just being um, open to conversations with strangers I think it's very it makes it a lot easier and of course always trust your instinct because not everyone is there just to try to be your friend. So it's very important to trust your instinct and see if you actually have a good feeling about that person or not. Because sometimes people do come and say, start asking a lot of questions about why I'm alone. And it's kind of weird for me when they really focus on the part of me being alone, especially if there's maybe a male 
it just depends yes so trusting yourself is also important mm -hmm. yes and uh, i know there are a lot of women who want to travel alone but they are afraid or they have some limiting beliefs and stuff like that so what advice would you give to someone who wants to travel alone but is afraid or they feel like they're not ready yet um so i would just say just do it <laughs> just start start small maybe go just to the next town like in your home country um for example here in scotland go to edinburgh just for a day not don't even stay overnight just try to get used to the fact of being alone and just start doing things alone go to a restaurant and eat alone just go for a walk alone without thinking about inviting someone else like a friend because i think that's the main part just getting used to being with yourself because it's very it's terrifying thinking about going abroad alone if you've never done something alone that's like a big step but um i promise it's worth it and um like i said before i would never imagine myself i was super shy and just very and um, i used to get very anxious um even going to the supermarket alone and i never imagined myself ever even traveling around the world on my own and now i prefer it because i just saw all the benefits and yeah so i feel like it's definitely worth trying i know it's not for everyone but the only way to know is to try it so like i said start small with a day trip somewhere local maybe and then go abroad perhaps and uh, what i did actually my first trip to san francisco um to make me feel a little bit better was to i went on a facebook group one of like uh, i think it was like women traveling solo or something like that it's loads of groups facebook groups for women um, for traveling and um i just kind of said is anyone in the area would you, can you give me some recommendations or would you like to meet up for a coffee um and just knowing that there's someone kind of there that i know even if it's just from a facebook group made me uh, feel a little bit less stressed and alone when i went that's a great advice with facebook groups they are always full of support and stuff like that, especially those themed ones, you know, specific ones for traveling alone as a woman and stuff like that. So that's a great advice. And uh, what does your typical day in your life while you are working remotely look like? Well, first of all, these church bells make me crazy here. <laughs> they go off every 15 minutes. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I usually wake up really early um, and try to do something that's not work related at first because I used to have the bad habit of waking up and straight away going to work and then just working the whole day without taking breaks so now I've started um I meditate every day and that's helped me a lot with like focusing and everything um, and then have a nice breakfast um, and then just um get ready for the day every day is different because it's not a specific it's not like a specific job i have loads of different income streams so they're very different so i some days i'm writing a blog post for somebody like for a company um, and then i'm teaching english online in the evenings until like midnight sometimes or until 2 a.m depending on the time zones where other days I'm out doing a photo shoot for a couple or um, I'm doing the marketing for a, a local business in Aberdeen. So they are very different because although my work is remote, I still have to go out. I'm not 100% working only on my laptop. I still have to go out and create content and everything. And so, yeah, very different every day. But I like to have everything planned. I have a 
just a calendar and I put in every single hour of my day um, I don't like to leave gaps so even if it's you know I even put in my lunch time and how long it's going to take me to prepare the lunch and everything just because I noticed before if I was leaving gaps I was just procrastinating and not really doing anything with the time so I put in everything even my self-care routine and um, like when I'm going to shower everything I just put in just to see what I do with this time because I used to always tell myself oh I don't have time for this because I have to um, do other work and I need time for this but when I actually started planning every single minute of the day I guess and I realized that I do have plenty of time to finish all the tasks so that's true and when you plan everything it keeps you focused and uh, you recently launched your ebook so what was that process like oh yes uh so my ebook's about um how to travel Aberdeenshire by bus because <laughs> um I was getting a lot of questions about that um, when I because I don't drive so I um, was posting all these destinations in Aberdeenshire like a castle or a hiking place and a lot of people were asking me how did you get there and I was replying to everyone but then I realized that why don't I just write a ebook all about it with all the destinations um, and then sell it because I was just I saw that there was demand so I saw that there was an opportunity there I started it in January and I thought that I was going to finish it in a month for some reason. <laughs> I set myself a goal which was unrealistic. And I even made the mistake to tell people that it was going to be finished in uh, January, like end of January. I told one of my lecturers, RGU, because um, he was going to help me promote it. And then a month later, I wasn't even halfway done. And it made myself a bit like feel disappointed in myself because I didn't meet the goal but then I realized that it was just not realistic so then I set the goal for like a few more months ahead to give me more time because I just didn't realize at the beginning how much time an ebook would take especially one that's like a travel guide so it had like a lot of research and everything and so but generally the process was very um, enjoyable it felt good to finish it. <laughs> I felt very accomplished and um, it was a big achievement. Um, so I think my main problem, my main mistake was to set an uh, unrealistic goal, like a time frame that was too short and um, I didn't meet it. And that just made me feel bad. So better to just do it maybe for like a few months. And then if I do finish it early, then that's great. But if I don't, then I won't feel bad about myself. That type of an ebook definitely requires more time and effort put into it with all the mm -hmm. locations and just everything. So mm -hmm. congrats yeah. on finishing that. Thank you. And uh, now I have some fire round questions. So the first one is, what's your zodiac sign? Aries. And uh, the second one is, what's your favorite place you travel to and why? Uh, Hawaii. The whole place is amazing. It's just full of like opportunity for adventure. You know, a lot of people think, um, it's just for lying on the beach or something because a lot of people said that to me but it's not it's all these amazing like hiking places like volcanoes rainforests and the black sand beaches and um, that you can swim with turtles and whales and dolphins and just the whole vibe there you know the people and um, were just really nice and I was just super happy there the whole time I was there so I would definitely recommend people to go there and I would definitely go back how long uh, did you stay there and um, I just stayed for a week 
Um, and I went for my 21st birthday while I was living in California. I just flew there. Um, I stayed in a hostel, so I did everything really cheap. And um, a lot of people actually were questioning me because they were like, oh, you're going to spend your 21st birthday alone. Um, but I didn't. I met these amazing people the whole week we were together, just traveling and um, we were like hiking you know, like 15 hours a day and then going back and like and drinking beers and stuff. Because like I said, I trusted them. So I did break my alcohol rule there. And it was just amazing. And they even just known them for a week. They got me a birthday cake and like champagne and things for my birthday. So everyone was really nice. And we're actually planning a trip for next year together. You know, there were about 30 people and we all have a group chat because we just became so close and yeah it was really nice that sounds so fun and it's so good that you met people that you still are in contact with and lastly if you want a free trip to somewhere all expenses covered where would you go i've always wanted to go to vietnam that's always a place uh that i would like to go to just because I've met loads of people from there and I'm just more interested in the culture and the food and just generally as a destination, I feel like I would, I would love to spend a few months there (laughs) to be honest, just backpacking around. And um, so I think that would be the first place I would go to if I didn't have to worry about money or the pandemic or something. (laughs) Amazing. So where can our listeners find you online? Um, So my main page is on Instagram. Uh, so it's just my name, uh, Marisa dot Weezy. Uh, but I'm not sure if you're gonna maybe write my name somewhere because it is a bit um, hard to uh, spell because it's the Greek last name. And then my website, but you can find all the links to my website on my YouTube uh, channel through the link in my bio on Instagram. Okay, so I will leave all those links in the show notes below so that our listeners can connect with you. And thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. You just finished listening to an episode on the Laivana podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it over on Instagram. I'd really appreciate it. And if you'd like even more tips and action steps to start creating the life of your dreams, head over to my blog, laivana.com and binge on all the motivational content. Thank you for listening to this episode. Have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon.